This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. He, he wants <laughs> nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy Adelone with Bruce Marshall here on the Sports Better's Paradise YouTube channel of the Bet Rivers Network. Bruce, how was your All Star break? Pretty good. Uh, pretty good. It was uh, kind of nice to have a few days off, uh, sort of, but then they uh, got it right back in the swing on the weekend. And then I come down here to Nashville for the SEC Media Days, so uh, football's not too far away. A lot of fun uh, in that uh, return weekend uh, for the uh, for Major League Baseball and, you know, some early developments as well. And we kind of caution signs for two of the surprise teams so far this year, the Cincinnati Reds and the Arizona Diamondbacks. We'll talk about them. How about Cincinnati does not score a run in three consecutive games and they uh, lose again uh, last night. Let's start in Pittsburgh, PNC. This is a familiar uh, approach for you. Pittsburgh, after that great start, remember when they started that American League East swing? Well, it started the decay, uh, and it is, it's really never returned. Uh, they destroyed them last night. Allen and Keller, even pitching matchup here, but the Cleveland, the hottest team at a, at a mild price at Bet Rivers, minus 103, Bruce. Yeah, they and the and uh, the the G's certainly uh, got a break leaving Texas because they hit the Rangers hot and they can get well in a hurry here in Pittsburgh. Eleven nothing last night, uh, Jimmy, and this just continues here for the Pirates now. Uh, four straight L's out of the break. All these games at PNC Park, they have fallen well out of the NL Central race. They're bringing up uh, rookies now. They had a rookie battery last night. It was the first time. Uh, we've seen a, a rookie battery in MLB, guys both born since the year 2000 last night with Priester, the starting pitcher, making his first start, which is not memorable. Uh, so like I said, 21 right. and 45 since starting 20 and 8. Even Mitch Keller, their all-star pitcher, uh, only modestly better when he's been on the mound. They've lost five of his last eight starts. Um, and uh, this, at an even near even money price here, I think we have to look at Cleveland. Logan Allen, um, numbers aren't overwhelming, not bad, but the Cleveland has won his last six starts. They're right there in the uh, AL Central race. This is their chance to pick up a little bit of ground on the Twins. Uh, after the weekend was kind of bad, Minnesota took advantage of Oakland, and Cleveland had a rough go in Texas. Now Minnesota's up in Seattle, and Cleveland can take advantage against Pittsburgh. So maybe by the end of the week, they'll be back where they were uh, right at the All-Star break. Uh, Cleveland, money line here tonight. I'm going to keep doing it here until uh, the Pirates show something, and I have a feeling we're going to be doing this thing uh, every week here against the Pirates until further notice. Go against them, as I will tonight. All right. Uh, last night, uh, the Cincinnati, San Francisco, uh, they were delayed uh, at the 2-2 game for second and third and only one out in the top of the eighth uh, for the San Francisco Giants. 
and it was sort of a, a pitching advantage, starting pitching advantage for San Francisco that gave him a little bit of an edge, had to check uh, your, your action on that and your house rules. Uh, but uh, now kind of the same thing. Desclafani against Weaver here, another pitching advantage. And that's the biggest concern for the Cincinnati Reds. But, Bruce, it's been the lineup. It's only three runs in the last four games in this four-game uh, four losing streak. And they only had two in the eighth last night. Descalfani and the Giants uh, hanging around in that NL West race, minus 137 on the road. Yeah, disastrous little stretch here for the Reds, uh, Jimmy. And like you said, the offense are bogging down. Even more specifically, uh, when they had those three straight shutouts, which wrapped around the All-Star break against Milwaukee, three straight games, only eight hits total in three games, and of course, 0-0-0 runs scored in those three. That was a, that eight-hit thing over a three-game span getting shut out was an all-time worst in MLB history. So all of a sudden, they have gotten cold at the plate. They weren't scoring a lot last night. They held in the game with the pitching not too bad. But tonight, you wonder about Weaver. Now, this, this I think, is the most remarkable stat of the season. Uh, his last eight starts, the Reds have won. Uh, but nothing to do with Weaver. His ERA is well over eight in that span of time. Uh, so uh, obviously they're they're winning because they were scoring runs for Weaver, but they're not scoring runs right now. So that makes a very tough connection to give Weaver another look here tonight. Descalfani, a former Red, gets reactivated tonight. Uh, Gabe Kapler gets another arm back in his rotation. The Giants have been playing very well. Uh, five straight wins right now. They're into a playoff spot. They are going to be, I think, the team that's going to challenge the Dodgers down the stretch with Arizona fading out, like you say. So uh, let's go uh, with uh, the Giants here tonight. I might do it on the run line, too, uh, the way the Reds are just not doing much offensively, and everybody's scoring runs against Weaver. He'll be out of there by mid-innings for sure, and David Bell's going to look at his bullpen. But with this offense bogging down, I'm not sure the Reds keep pace. All right, Atlanta and uh, Elder against Arizona and Davies. And Arizona's a tough start. They get swept at Toronto, and Davies has had his, uh, a rough stretch as well. Elder, who's been fantastic for the uh, the Braves this uh, the this year, coming off his worst performance uh, against Tampa Bay. Atlanta lost two of three at home to the White Sox. But uh, bounce back here for Elder, minus 205 at a money line, minus 1.5, minus 110 on the run line. Yeah, and uh, good for Elder. I mean, that came right before the All-Star break, so he's had, what, uh, nine days since his last start. So I, uh, that game against Tampa Bay. His ERA, by the way, rose from 2.45 this season to 2.97 in one start. But for the most part, he's been very consistent. And oftentimes here, Jimmy, it seems like we've got Atlanta with Elder here on these uh, Tuesdays on Sports Better's Paradise, and we usually recommend him. I'll do it again tonight. I'll expect him to bounce back. He'd been so good all season until that Tampa Bay game. So let's assume that this uh, little break uh, can get him back on the beam. And the Braves, after uh, you know uh, going asleep those last two games against the White Sox, they had been playing so well before that. Uh, they had won 21 of 24 before that game on Saturday, they lost, and they lost on Sunday as well. But of those 21 wins, 17 of them were by multi-run margin. So usually when they win, they win by enough. Davies has really struggled. ERA over six for Arizona, and that's another one of those teams you mentioned at the top of the segment, Jimmy, that's really struggling right now. They had a rough weekend up in Toronto, a little rough stretch before the All-Star break where they fell out of first in the NL West. Now they're falling you know, to, to behind the Giants and the Dodgers. So uh, their season right now is sort of on the brink of collapsing. And this is a rough place to go to get things right in Atlanta. 
I'm going to take the Braves. I'll do Elder. I'll do it on the run line and take my chances with Atlanta bouncing back quick. All right, Washington beats the Cubbies last night 7-5. Uh, Corbin, the start tonight, the opening day starter for the Nationals this year against Tyone uh, for the Cubbies. Corbin coming back plus 148 against the Cubs. I'm going to give Washington a look here, and I think what we've learned this season, we've talked about it before in these Tuesdays here, Jimmy, uh, the, the Nats this season, this is a really curious uh, uh, pattern they have. I mean, they have been abysmal at home. I mean, they're playing under 300 ball at home this season, but they're basically a 500 team on the road. Go figure. I mean, how these guys play so much better away from D.C., there's a point. Get away from Washington. Look how much uh, good things happen. So uh, that certainly applies to the Nats. And Corbin actually hasn't pitched too terribly. Um, he doesn't have a great defense behind him. That's not reflected as much in the runs versus earned runs. It's just making plays behind him. I mean, Washington has not consistently done that. But some nights they've done enough. And two of his last three starts have been awfully, awfully good uh, for Washington. So I think this is a, a very live price. They won last night at uh, Wrigley Field. Um, Tyon had that one effort against the Yankees right before the All-Star break, which was outstanding. That was his old team. So maybe the Yankees should trade back for him because he pitched a lot better for them than he has for the Cubs this season. He's He was really pretty bad. Uh, before that start against the Yankees, and his numbers at home have not been good this year either. So this is a dog here tonight, a mid, good mid to higher price dog. I think we can take a shot with uh, the Cubs. Uh, really, since that series against St. Louis and London, they haven't been quite the same. Haven't bounced back too strongly after the All Star break. Got the uh, uh, Red Sox won the series over the weekend, and the Nats winning last night. I'll take Washington at this price. Give Corbin a shot. This is also an anti Cubs vote tonight at Wrigley. All right, Bruce, we're on the same page in this one. Uh, Tariq Scoble, uh, Scoble for the Detroit Tigers is really, really excellent now. Very limited with his pitch count, his innings. He only has two starts uh, since he's uh, returned from injury. But four innings each, zero runs. And I'm talking about almost hittable with a big strikeout margin in there as well. So minus 148 on the road at Kansas City. If Lyles and the Kansas City Royals couldn't win that last night, it's going to be tough. I mean, they should have won that game, but they found a way uh, to lose it. Uh, he pitched well, actually. Lynch uh, for Kansas City tonight, but it's Scooble here who's the real angle. I would even consider some first five here to try and remove the bullpens from it as well. He's been lights out. I would, uh, like like you say, I think you could look at first five here at Detroit. I think you could look at the game, too. It's not too prohibitive a price. Scooble, you're right, only two uh, starts and limited pitch count. Maybe he stretches out a little bit here tonight, but he's only allowed two hits across his first two starts combined, 11 strikeouts and eight innings pitched, just a handful of walks. I mean, he's been almost untouchable as he comes back uh, since being activated and has looked very sharp. Let's see if, if A.J. can stretch him out a little bit more here tonight. Lynch hasn't pitched all that badly for Kansas City, but like you mentioned, the last night with Jordan Lyles, he pitched really good and they still lost. Um, and that's the deal with this team. This team, L, 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 L. Here's the one stat. Now, we don't have to worry about it tonight because Casey lost last night, but they don't have more than a two-game win streak all season, and here we are into mid, uh, moving into later July. I mean, even the A's have win streaks longer than that. Uh, we don't have to worry about a win streak tonight because they lost last night, but that just shows you how the depths to which Kansas City has sunk. This offense is poor. Uh, Salvi Perez missed last night, too. He may miss again tonight. That takes their biggest bat out of the lineup. Scooble and the Tigers showing something here. I mean, they uh, they're they're kind of hanging within shouting distance in the AL Central just because the division is so bad. But they're in a lot better shape than KC is. Scooble in Detroit. Let's do it tonight. And it's also an anti-KC vote. 
He is uh, a little bit uh, significant more juice. Uh, minus 167 first five as opposed to minus 148 for the game. Yeah, that uh, that kind of discourages uh, that that angle. But yep. still, um, man, he's been, he's been really good. And they're not ready. They might, they're going to try and stretch him out some. But it looks like yep. they're still going to keep him on some sort of a pitch count uh, tonight. Salvador Perez is in the expected lineup uh, category tonight. So very early. So, um, again, that's a, a big bat to kind of keep in mind as far as your aggression on uh, betting the Tigers there. Wild one at the Big A last night. Uh, the Yankees and uh, the Angels in uh, extra innings. Comeback win for the Angels. A two-out uh, RBI walk-off hit. Shohei hits a big one. He, he flips the bat. Giancarlo hits what he thinks is a big one. But it dies on the track. It could have been a three-run shot uh, in the uh, in extra innings. Herman minus one hundred and seven against Sandoval for the Angels. Well, the last time Herman pitched in California, he uh, threw a perfect game against the A's a few weeks ago. Not that you can expect that again, but he and, and he's had kind of s- some rough outings here. But lately, uh, he's had a couple of pretty good ones. So. Uh, I think uh, they're expecting him to pitch uh, fairly well here tonight because that's been what he's been doing more often than not lately. The Yankees have some problems, though. I mean, uh, with with Judge out, uh, I, I didn't think that would be such a death knell to this offense, but it seems to be. I mean, they're they're kind of stuck in the mud there, and they just can't seem to make any progress in the AL East, and we're not sure when Judge is going to come back. However, uh, you know, I wouldn't write them off completely yet if, if Vermont pitches as well as he has in some of his recent starts. I think we can give the Yankees a shot. The other, the flip side here, one, I don't know why anybody would even pitch to, to Shohei now. I mean, I think this is, it's to the point where Barry Bonds was in. Um, in yeah, they intentionally walked him to get bat before. Yeah, I wouldn't pitch to him at all. I mean, it, he's just right. gonna—he's just gonna knock it out every time. So I think you might see more of that. Take the bat out of his hands any way you can. But Sandoval has really been bad lately. Uh, Seven—the the Halos have lost seven of his last eight starts. The only one he won in there was at uh, Kansas City. Uh, his last six starts, he's only gone beyond five innings once. Uh, his ERA is over seven in that eight-game stretch. And after the World Baseball Classic in, in March, I thought Sandoval, who pitched for, for Mexico in that, I thought he was ready for a, like a breakout year for the uh, Halos. Hasn't worked out that way. He started off okay in April, but he's been bad lately. And the Angels still treading water here. And I lost two or three over the weekend to the Astros. The, the pitching has really been bad lately and last night a little bit better but uh, I think we can have uh, a shot with the Yankees here tonight this is also an anti-Sandoval pick uh, but uh, let's give the Yankees a shot to bounce back and level this series at the Big A tonight and was uh, it kind of stole one from the Yankees uh, last night and finally uh, last game on the board Seattle uh, hosting Minnesota come from behind against Sonny Gray last night uh, getting the big hits uh, there uh, the big one was when it was tied 2-2, two, two, uh, two out, two run, uh, two run single. Wu on the mound for the Mariners against Ober, who's been pretty good for Minnesota. Seattle can't get any ground, though, because Texas has won four in a row, including back-to-back come-from-behind wins uh, to start the uh, post-All-Star break. But Wu's uh, a guy that you're looking at here, minus 124. Yeah, and I'm a little reluctant to look against Ober because he's been pretty good to some of his recent starts. He's a big guy. He scares you on the mound. A guy that's 6'9", throwing hard into the into the plate like that. But um, uh, Wu has pitched better every one of his starts since he came up, and he's been a nice revelation for the Mariners. He's <clears throat> gotten them back into the race here. This is sort of a team recommendation here, too. Well, they're all team recommendations, but, you know, Wu helps. But 
my thought on Seattle is they stumbled just a little bit out of the All-Star break. There's two against Detroit. Very good pitch game on Sunday. Came back to win. One a little easier than it looked last night. The Twins hit a three-run home with two outs in the ninth to make that closer. But Seattle did come back on Sunday. Gray, very, very impressive. Gilbert had a very good start last night. Uh, and I think they're still going to make a run here. Minnesota caught a real break out of the All-Star break uh, in Oakland. Three wins in a row. They were not easy wins. They had to scrap for each one of those. But they caught a break getting the A's. Lose the game in Seattle last night. I could see they're not going to play Oakland every night on this road trip, and I'm going to bank on Seattle continuing that momentum that we saw right before the All Star break. They've regained it a little bit the last couple of nights. Who's going to have them in position to win in a pitching duel with with Ober? But I think Seattle's going to come up with the winning hits late, and this is sort of a bet on the Mariners here tonight. And I'm not sure the Twins are going to be able to continue this win streak they had in Oakland on the weekend. And they lost last night to confirm sort of what I'm saying. So uh, let's give Seattle a shot and woo here tonight. I'm still looking at the Mariners to make a move here as we move into August and keep an eye on them in the wild card race. They're above 500, but uh, Texas kind of showing a rebound. We're kind of waiting to see if the Reds or Arizona Diamondbacks uh, facing a little bit of a skid is going to try and rebound as well. Keep in mind, you know, that was a tough uh, four, three out of four loss at home uh, to the Houston Astros uh, for the Texas Rangers. So this rebound, and Chapman is throwing BBs right now out the bullpen. Finally, Bochy has moved him to the closer role. I say, yeah, he got a close, he got a save over the weekend. It was a tie game in the ninth last night uh, that he put him in, and they score on a Harry Carey special, Bruce. Every time, third with two outs. Oh, Stoney for a wild pitch. After about the 350th time when it hit, I called it, Stoney. I called it. So that's how Josh Smith scores the game-winning run last night. Uh, Bruce Marshall from CBS Sportsline, VegasInsider.com. He said SEC Media Days. That's right. College football previews just around the corner here on the Sports Betters Paradise. So I'm Jimmy Ott, the Sports Betters Paradise YouTube channel on the Bet Rivers Network. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.